Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase Podcast. Before we start this episode, we're going to again take a little time to thank a little bit of the people who helped make this show possible. First up is 2.0 Gear. Uh, it's a new brand that we just started partnering with. Uh, they make awesome uh, high-end technical uh, hunting clothes, camo. Um, and so they're based in Michigan yep. and a uh, new company. We've tested them for months. I tested them uh, in the whitetail season last year. Great merino base layers. Yep, great awesome merino shells. base. Yep. Awesome a, new pattern. A great system for going out west, but we'll use it a ton in the, in the whitetail woods too. So really excited to work with them. 2ogear.com, go check them out. Next up is Worldwide Trophy Adventures. Uh, it's, it's an awesome, uh, basically, connection to outfitters all over the world. So as a lot of people know, good hunting ground is really hard to come by. And um, oftentimes the best way to ensure that you're gonna get in a good spot, or maybe you need to legally have a guide is to, to go through an outfitter. Mm -hmm. um, and so, as you might know, if you've heard us before, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with outfitters. Uh, which means, you know, in order to ensure you're going to have a good experience, you have to do a ton of research, you have to talk to people, it's just a lot of messing around. Worldwide Trophy Adventures, or WTA, does a lot of this work for you at no charge. So by booking your trip through WTA, you can rest assured that you'll be in a good location with a reputable outfitter um, that they've certified and endorsed. If you're looking to book a trip of a lifetime like I am, mm -hmm. uh, just headed to a moose hunt here, through WTA, you're going to want to check them out. Uh, go give them a call. Actually, I have the number right here. It's 1-800-346-8747 or check out their website at WorldwideTrophyAdventures.com. All right, so we love Trophy Line. They offer more than just saddles. Believe it or not, they have their own climbing sticks. They've got platforms. They've got a ton of extra packs. Gear. They've got packs. They've got everything. Knee pads. Everything that you're going to need to be a saddle hunter, they have it. So if you want to start saddle hunting this year and get into the game like everyone else and really love hunting even more, go to Trophy Line, check it out, use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on that purchase. We're big bow hunters. Uh, sights, quivers, stabilizers, those kind of things are really important if you're going to have a deadly setup. Um, and so we've tried a lot of different companies in the industry and we've kind of figured out that we really like Redline gear the best. So. Um, we are shooting their torch sights this yeah, year. It's a, it's a really cool, one. really cool sight. Very, there's a lot of good micro adjustments you can make. You mm -hmm. can customize a lot of the stuff on there. Really make it your own. The chargeable USB rechargeable yeah, light that's is really sweet. Cool. Um, and so we're huge fans of their stuff. We use them all the time. It's worth going to check them out. Uh, check out Redline. Use the promo code TFC10 for 10% off your purchase. And uh, let us know what you think. We love them. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase Podcast. Before we start this episode, we're going to again take a little time to thank a little bit of the people who helped make this show possible. First up is 2.0 Gear. Uh, it's a new brand that we just started partnering with. Uh, they make awesome uh, high-end technical uh, hunting clothes, camo. Um, and so they're based in Michigan yep. and a uh, new company. We've tested them for months. I tested them uh, in the whitetail season last year. Great merino base layers. Yep, great awesome merino shells. Base. Yep. Awesome a, new pattern. A great system for going out west, but we'll use it a ton in the, in the whitetail woods too. So really excited to work with them. 2ogear.com, go check them out. Next up is Worldwide Trophy Adventures. Uh, it's, it's an awesome, uh, basically, connection to outfitters all over the world. So as a lot of people know, good hunting ground is really hard to come by. And um, oftentimes the best way to ensure that you're going to get in a good spot or maybe you need to legally have a guide is to, to go through an outfitter. Mm -hmm. um, and so 
as you might know, if you've heard us before, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with outfitters, uh, which means, you know, in order to ensure you're going to have a good experience, you have to do a ton of research. You have to talk to people. It's just a lot of messing around. Worldwide Trophy Adventures, or WTA, does a lot of this work for you at no charge. So by booking your trip through WTA, you can rest assured that you'll be in a good location with a reputable outfitter um, that they've certified and endorsed. If you're looking to book a trip of a lifetime like I am, uh, mm-hmm. just headed to a moose hunt here through WTA. You're going to want to check them out. Uh, go give them a call. Actually, I have the number right here. It's 1-800-346-8747 or check out their website at worldwidetrophyadventures.com. All right, so we love Trophy Line. They offer more than just saddles. Believe it or not, they have their own climbing sticks. They've got platforms. They've got a ton of extra packs. Gear. They've got packs. They've got everything. Knee pads. Everything that you're going to need to be a saddle hunter, they have it. So if you want to start saddle hunting this year and get into the game like everyone else and really love hunting even more, go to Trophy Line, check it out, use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on that purchase. We're big bow hunters. Uh, sights, quivers, stabilizers, those kind of things are really important if you're going to have a deadly setup. Um, and so we've tried a lot of different companies in the industry and we've kind of figured out that we really like Redline gear the best. So, um, we are shooting their torch sites this yeah, year. It's Joe a, re- it's a really cool, really cool site. Very, there's a lot of good micro adjustments you can make. You mm-hmm. can customize a lot of the stuff on there really make it your own. The chargeable USB rechargeable yeah, light is really sweet. Cool. Um, and so we're huge fans of their stuff. We use them all the time. It's worth going to check them out. Uh, check out Redline. Use the promo code TFC10 for 10% off your purchase. And uh, let us know what you think. We love them. So um, before we jump into like a lot of our deer scouting stuff that we're going to talk about today, I do need to tell you a little bit about um, a cool program that Christensen Arms is running. Um, so if anybody's in the market for a rifle, well, he's got a shirt on right now. Christensen Arms makes like amazing rifles. We're both shooting they're, 300 Win Mag, Ridgeline FFTs. But what they have right now is kind of a cool um, program where if you buy one of their rifles, you basically get like $750 of gear free, uh, which is crazy, crazy cool. So here's how it works. Um, first, you buy this qualifying rifle. This runs through October 31st from a Christensen arm dealer, Arms dealer. We have a bunch here in Michigan that we like. You download this form uh, that's linked on their website. If you go to their homepage, you'll see it. And then you send your form to a P.O. box number that they've got listed there. Um, they'll basically look at it and give approval. They'll, um, you kind of show them a receipt and things like that. And they'll give you a gift card code that you can redeem. And so the things you that's can use sweet. it for are these half-face blades, Mystery Ranch stuff. packs, uncharted supply of like first aid stuff. Loophole optics, uh, the Valhalla bipod, which Ooh. I would love one of those. Optic rings, an amazing amount that's of a gear. Big, that's a, I'm looking at the list right now. That is, it's incredible. Um, and the people there are so cool. Yeah. Uh, we love them. We we uh, have been shooting them now this year, and I'm taking it on this moose hunt here coming up, and excited to to put it to use again. But super cool program. Uh, go check it out. Uh, we just wanted to take a minute before we jumped into the episode to to do that. Hey everybody. We're excited to do another episode. I got Jared back. I'm Guess back. who's back? Shady. Back. Okay. <laughs> we, are, we are on the back deck. If you're watching right now, this is the uh, the infamous backyard of my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've actually seen some of the YouTube videos I've done, the tree right back there is where I do most of my videos. So Famous. Uh, you get a lot of... Your videos do well. Yeah, but I look like an idiot the, when I'm doing it. <laughs> the one where you're with shirtless... 
at the beach. Not, oh, I get there's a comment like every that, day that is actually at a uh, a sand pit. Oh, and it had rained a few days before, mm. and I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, nah, I got a stupid idea. I loved it. Let's make a nice mud video. A lot of Rambo references. Yeah, not Rambo. Well, Ram- one was Rambo, but really it's Predator. Remember when he goes <laughs> to the dirt? And he, <laughs> he gets yeah, all muddy. It's pretty awesome. That's a good one. Go check it out and call me an idiot. So. uh We've been doing this series on getting right for Whitetail. Uh, we've talked boots, and we just did broadheads, archery gear, practice, uh, like every every little thing that you could be talking about to get your stuff right. Um, we're kind of coming up on the end of the, at least the Whitetail portion of this, and I'll get to what the plan is next in a minute. But I um, wanted to talk a little bit about just kind of put a butt, button, mm-hmm. put a pin. Sure. No, a button, pin, a pin. button up. Zip up? Zip it up. <laughs> Close up shop on this first chapter of the um, whitetail portion and so what i thought would be kind of helpful is to talk a little bit about scouting um if you've listened to this show for a while like we really do believe like your scouting should be kind of year-round um you know starting in the winter especially right after deer season some of the best time to scout but it should go throughout the year um but right now a lot of people are like oh well there's certain things i should be doing right now it's an important time for scouting so we thought we'd talk a little bit about it just to recap though or rewind in the winter go and run deer trails mm-hmm. look for scrapes like I'll, I'll you do like my trail runs but i'll just do it and scout at the same time mm-hmm. do that but this is not to replace this this is that this is an addition to that so it's late summer right now um deer season is all just under just over it's a month away quick summer went by really fast really fast um and so a lot of times that means um folks are out starting to throw out trail cameras starting to look for deer think about deer mm-hmm. again and kind of that that break period is over so wanted to spend some time talking about the things that we like to do at least right now um so i guess we'll just jump right in like jared if you're thinking like what's one thing you do right now this time of year every year that you think is like a really valuable part of kind of preparing for the season I don't want to give the cliche answer of just throwing out trail cameras, but well, you got it. I mean, that's gonna be the answer. Trail cameras just give you so much intel, and whether or not you're a proponent of them or not, it can tell you so much about the area. Yeah. With with minimal effort. Um, one thing that I actually did this year is I actually put a trail camera out on a like a walking trail mm. near the area that I wanted to go, just to see how much foot traffic mm. is kind of going through there. You know, I might I might get a deer or two running through there or something, mm-hmm. but I want to see, you know, how many people are actually walking in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I I wrote something a while back about actually hunting hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, like figuring out what what people are doing, and then maybe you can figure out what the deer are doing because of what the people are doing. Yeah. So that's one thing that I I kind of did this year. The um, oil spot. This is kind of like we've talked about this before, but it's like the idea of like an oil drop, drop a drop oil on maybe a piece of paper it will spread out mm-hmm. you drop one somewhere else and think of that as like hunting areas around where people Pressure are areas, yeah you find that white spot between these oil ink blots mm-hmm. you know um and that's that's the best spot right and, and it could so, be it could be something so subtle as just a, a thicker edge of like a hardwoods in a swamp that you know you're not going to go walking through like uh for example there's a, a stretch of these wild olive bushes mm-hmm. that's just a very thick Hate dense cover it's olives. stupid to walk through but you know these deer might be cruising through there because it's through a spot that you know most people won't walk through and they're bedding yeah uh it could be 
you know, overlook just little draw coming up out of something, you know, just something stupid, simple that it's like, okay, these deer know that there's pressure off in a far area or just in a closer area. And they'll mm-hmm. just stick to these little, like you're saying, these white spots on the just map that cruise through and they can cruise through. They don't need to be so far out. Mm-hmm. We, we've been saying this, but like, and maybe this is a terrible idea to give away our secrets, but my, it used to be my best spots were way out. My best spots now, my best spots are not <laughs> right by the up. road. They're right by the road. Like one is a mere feet. Amazingly close. Yeah. Yeah. Amazingly close. It's, it's, it's. You, you know that one spot. Oh, yeah. Right. We put that where we get all those big bucks on trail camera. Mind blowing of like, holy cow, there are monster bucks moving right here. Yeah. And it, yeah. The it, video I dropped my arrow, where I dropped my arrow, I put on social, was in that spot. I had a mm-hmm. buck two days after I shot the one in Kentucky. I'm right. like back at home sitting there and this buck comes running i fumble the arrow and get you know turned into a running joke on on the internet but right right real close but again to jared's point it's it's just those little spots that people just don't hunt they're like why would i hunt there exactly all right we're going to take a pause here real quick and just thank a few more guys and companies that help make this show possible first up is vortex we can't say it enough we love their glass we love their binoculars, spotting scopes, rangefinders, their apparel. James James is rocking a nice little hoodie here. They make awesome stuff. And if you guys are looking to make a purchase at Vortex, go over to their website and use the code TFC20 to save yourself 20% on the next purchase. That's a big, good discount. Use it. Head over there and get something. A bow makes a man. Does and, it? Yeah, that's what I was told. And we're, we're big fans of uh, Prime Bows. Shooting it for years, Michigan-based company. Uh, we're shooting their latest Revix series of bows. Mine's that 36 long boy. I'll generally year. take a few shots right back here and just. Yeah, yeah we, we're huge fans. Smooth, uh, great balance. Um, they're they're just go check them out. There's tons of technology. One of my favorite things that they have is their grip. Hmm. Uh, space age space technology age. keeps your hand warm even when it's cold. Um, highly recommend. Go check out Prime Archery. Finally, Lathrop and Sons, boots. Your feet kill animals. Like, the more you walk, the more chances you have at, at getting that big buck, that big elk, moose, whatever it is. Uh, Lathrop and Sons have been kind of our go-to boot of choice for a while now. Um, we've put in a lot of miles, taken them all over the place. There's no leaking. It's comfortable. Stephen and James there, like, spent – they're, like, foot like, they're scientists. Ge- they're geniuses. I got messed up feet, and they basically will – you know, you take an imprint of your foot – They'll look at it, look at your arch, how wide it is, how narrow, how long, and they literally build the boot around your foot. So you're not going to a box store and picking up something that you hope is going to fit your boot. These things actually are tailor-made to your foot. So they're super comfortable. Mine, I could I could walk all day in them. So if, if, if you're looking to and get a have. boot. If, <laughs> I have. If you're looking for a boot that's made for you and not somebody else, go check up Lake Thurman Sons. So just kind of identifying those areas where – you know, where you can get get away but not necessarily even get away, Yeah. you know. Uh, and then my next step would probably be to start focusing on the later food sources. Ooh, so you're, so like, I, state, I mean, start scouting for late season right now? Yes, because I mean, the reason is, again, it goes back to, I guess, hunting the hunter a little bit. You get a for, uh, corn, corn field. Corn field. <laughs> <laughs> a corn field, right? That's a main food source for a good long time. But if you don't have corn... Or anything else, or maybe something that maybe the frost hits it and now it's dying off. Mm-hmm. You got to quickly adapt to that next food source of where these deer are going. So if you find that lone apple tree somewhere out there, or 
you know, if you find a good grove of like white oaks mm-hmm. dropping that you know they're going to be hitting first before maybe going out to the field, you know, just dropping a pin on those areas and then on the food source and kind of making a play like, okay, look, they're primarily using this feeding line coming from their bedding area going out. You yeah. Can, you can make different plays that maybe people won't won't look at. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to do two. You just inspired two, and I don't want to forget them, the, the two you, you gave. First, when you say looking for late season, the other thing that I'm looking for right now is actually mid-season. Okay. You know, because, like, I think of, like, the, this deer season as, like, the beginning of the deer season is sometimes can just be awesome because you're just playing off very known food mm-hmm. patterns. And, like, it's early. They're not pressured. Like, it's a great time to kill a buck. The rut, also, great time to kill a mm-hmm. buck. Everybody complains, though, about the, the October lull. But really what happens is a food source is changing and pressure is happening. And so what I found is if you if you can spend right now figuring out where deer go between like October 8 and, you know, near the end of October, that like weird time, you can find success where everybody else is either not in the woods. Like hunting pressure drops off in the middle of October. Significantly. And I, exactly. And it's just because it's hard to figure out where they go. And so – a lot of times they will, you know, focus on mass crops um, and things maybe deeper or in spots that are just kind of like we were talking about hard to get to that just hunting hunting season as it goes on, people just don't go there. Um, I've got a few spots, even that spot, you know, I'll, I'll say to Jared and he'll know what I'm talking about, by the, I guess you could say by the power lines where we would walk through in yes. the middle of the night yep, and just yep, yep, deep yep, in there. Yep. That is a good mid-season spot. We actually walked through a good mid-season spot that I've been checking out Um actually starting out in the the winter um the other thing that so first of all that's that's a huge thing i would focus on at least that's what i'm focusing on this year the other trick that i do is i was saying i would run yeah i go in like a uh, run stuff i go and i'll actually uh, run through a bedding area i'll follow (laughs) deer trails and i'll have my my map follow me active tracking yeah with with hunt wise i'll have it like do it so like on my map it'll show all these trails and it's like i know kind of the main trails where they go through an area i just started doing it and i'm I'm sure there's someone out there thinking why the heck you running on a deer trail aren't you gonna spook everything out of the way it's like no right now we're a month and a a little under a month and a half out and we're in michigan right so we know pressure. We know, like, deer here react to pressure. Like, they're super sensitive. So you go out there, they'll change a pattern for a long time. But I found right now if you do it, it doesn't really affect much at all. Like, I literally go out, um, and I'll put trail cameras out, and I'll get deer on it the, that same night, bucks on it, mm-hmm. decent bucks. So those are the two that came to mind when you were saying it. Okay. Um, one other interesting thing that I've been doing this year is uh, mock scrapes. Uh-huh. I just don't do them. I haven't done them much in the past, so I'll. I'll I, but I've started this year. I've Did got, you pee in it? Oh well, I'll do two things. I'll pee in it, so it's like got that. It turns into ammonia. And it's mm. got the ammonia smell, but I'll also put out some synthetic, so it sounds like a fresh one too. It smells mm. like a fresh one. So you've actually got. It almost sounds like it smells like two deer have been there. Fair enough. I'll put it out, and literally, I can guarantee you that night, I'll, at least so far, a small buck will come yeah, and course. just check it out. Something so you, new. you throw it out, and the small bucks will do it, doles will do it. It'll start working its way up, and all my mock scrapes have turned into real scrapes, <laughs> you know? And the cool thing is, the other night, it rains all day, all night. It lets up kind of middle of the night, early, early, early morning. And that that morning when the deer rolled through, every single scrape was freshened that next day. So, I mean, first of all, it's, like, cool because you get a mm-hmm. sense of what's going through, but also it's, like, 
You should probably, you know, put a pin in that little bit of information because heavy rain means fresh. Screen. They want to freshen it up. They got to get their scent on there, and and um, at least that's what I've observed to be a pretty powerful tool. Observation. As well. Now is the time for observation, taking notes, and just kind of making plans. Yeah. Because that's things can change in an instant in the season, and you want to have those those spots. You want to have those. Plan. That like, intel. Yeah, you want to have that intel to be able to make a uh, an intelligent decision. And it's always like building on what you've done. So it's like this year I'm trying to get a couple more spots mm-hmm. into my – so it's like as the – you know, I'm, I'm trying to hunt almost every day. And so if you do that, you're going to burn through spots pretty fast. So you better have like a big list of places to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm doing things like that. I'm, I'm uh, Or have the patience not to hunt on a spot. Like if you've exactly. got a, a piece of private, like you – you can't just roll out there on, you know, a bad wind or, you know, a time where you can see deer feeding. Well, just squeeze in there. Yeah. I guess just, I want to hunt. Yeah. It's like, no, you got to be patient with that. Or go find some public land if you can and, yeah. and go in that way. But, yeah, you might you might have to have some patience of yeah, if you don't sure have those opportunities. Not hit that good spot unless it's perfect. Yeah, perfect exactly. time for it. Um, I also have been liking the deer spotting. It's just fun to do at night. Yeah. But the trick that I've started to do is binoculars with your deer spotting. Oh, of course. Because I just never used to do that. I just see the eyes, and it's like, oh, yeah. But now you can throw your binos up. It's like, oh, there's a buck right there. <laughs> you know? Hey, it's a deer. I just won't look at it closer. I'll just stay from it's the It's like road. an idiot. It's like, oh, it's nighttime. Binoculars won't oh, work, yeah. but they do. I used do. to never use binoculars. I used to think they were bulky and clumsy, and I'd have to carry one more thing out there. Now it's like, you idiot. You yeah. have been doing this for how long now? They're pretty vital to the whole operation. And my eyes suck, so why not? You're going to wear glasses when you hunt this year? No. Again, yeah, some, one more thing to bring out and gets in the way. I get it. I can see fine. So th- these are, you got you got any, I need one more, one more tip, hot tip for scouting. Because there's a like, hot tip. we've written articles, a million people have. There's a gr- bunch of great podcasts, fodder on this stuff. But these are a few like things that we've been talking about that we, we do usually every year. Um but you got one more. Shot the shot using using my uh, trail camera on an actual like parking lot or walking trail. Yeah, I like that. Oh, you know, I, you know it's like everybody talks about it. Use a stick to get your camera a little higher. Yeah, I mean you. But if you think about it, the way a trail camera works is it has to it focuses in front. Yeah. And when it detects a movement, mm-hmm. then it snaps. So really, you're by hanging it up higher putting it down you're kind of limiting you are the amount of exposure or sensitivity with that sensor it, you don't you know get as I mean? good a, uh, my my pictures i put them a lot of mine high and they all are not as good Mm-mm. because of it so i don't know it's like how much do you want them to get do you care about it? if they might get stolen or do you want pictures i'll probably change it up here soon actually Pay the for extra that five bucks get a lock spray yeah. paint it that's a i okay i got one i put one at the base of a tree looking up no well it was just like kind of on a hill looking over where I was doing oh. so it's like perfect level but I'm like man I gotta hide it so it's literally like I got sticks around it looks like a little mini ground blind around this your, your stick game with trail cameras <laughs> yeah awful it's hey dude I, it, I saw one that you put out and it was literally just a stick laying up against it I'm like there's definitely something right there <laughs> you didn't even have to look you just, <laughs> you just see a stick pointing to a camera I uh I, I like to think of my approach as like Michelangelo and the Sistine Chapel Ooh, you know, like with the two fingers touching. No, it's just genius. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. We wanted to keep this one short, um, and just be like, hey, get out there, do this. Um, it's time. But before I do, though, I, I wanna 
I want to say uh, we've got some interesting things coming up here. Um, and uh, the first being, like, we're going to do a short episode on uh, kind of getting ready to go out west. Mm. Um, we're going to bring Joe in. Joe's going to uh, uh, Montana for an elk hunt. I think he's got a mule deer, a bull elk tag. Son of a gun. I think he's got a pronghorn tag, too. But that won't be this. I don't matter. He's got a bunch of tags. Uh, we're going to talk through, like, what he brings, how he's kind of getting ready for it. That's coming up. I'm going to do one on um, getting uh, ready for a, a last-minute moose hunt and yeah. the challenges of getting meat back from Canada and what that entails, which has been You're going a lot through of that right life. now, man. Um, and so we've got a lot of really cool uh, material coming up uh, that we're really excited to show you. So uh, go be ready. Subscribe. Tell all your friends uh, how great we are. Mm. We're trying to tell you all how great we are, but it would be nice if you um, helped us out to do that. So as we do this, if you guys want to hear uh, from certain people or you want to ta- us to talk about certain things, always let us know. We're always willing to do that yep. and excited to do it. We so. don't buy it. Anyways, thanks for listening to us, and we're uh, excited to talk to you again next week. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe. You know, it really helps us out, keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five-star Either way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd helps everyone cool. out. We'll see you out there.